You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. So I think I think those are good picks for us. I think ultimately, though, I think my best bet of here, of this list, I think the best bet's Andrew Luck at plus 1,200. But I think Andrew Luck is poised to have a big year. I think Andrew Luck is a shoe-in to win this MVP. That is a rough look, Chris Shine. That's not my finest moment, let's yes, be honest. Yes, we will, we will get to the award-winning news segment here in a second. can't wait for that. Here in just a second. But first, I'd like to introduce what we're going to be calling Nost- Nostradamus Week. Ooh. Between this and the Off Day podcast, the flagship Off Day podcast with Andy Hart and Ryan Hannibal, for which I, John Anderson, am a producer for, the mm-hmm. producer for, I'd say. The executive producer. So Monday through Friday next week, every day on social media, off day account i will post on the instagram and the facebook accounts as well now those accounts they are facebook.com slash off day podcast instagram is at off day podcast twitter at off day pod uh i'm not going to post it to our email because there's no way to do that <laughs> i'll put it as our aim away message oh yeah, that's what you'll do and that's then good, of course good choice. and then I, I will also post it uh in five star reviews on itunes <laughs> <laughs> Cause, okay because we need those headliner but essentially what it will be monday through friday and we will go again go to those social media accounts i will detail what day is what but it will basically start monday with something like you know offensive rookie of the year defensive rookie for the year andy and ryan's picks probably put mine on there i'll put yours on there too Hell Hell yeah. you're, you're a part of this thing and building up to friday friday will most likely be final four super bowl pick super bowl winner things like mm-hmm. that and then I, I might i might mess around with it a, little, a little bit as well Ooh, okay. I, I like to have some fun i like to poke the bear the Ooh. bear being andy hart guy I had breasts in elementary school yeah andy hart just he gets he, jabbed constantly toot 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 he has not he has treated me less well than i thought he would as his producer he has he has already done what he has told you to shut up and dribble basically yes and then the other day he said he is in no way associated with you more or less yeah he said he 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 specifically said he did not want to be associated the with quote me. we does not include me i'm pretty sure is basically what he said you my friend are a boob yeah so he oh by the way i ran into his old buddy paul perillo at Gillette. i introduced Ooh, myself yeah. said hi paul I'm Andy's he said new paul producer. was looking uh, sad nowadays that andy's not there anymore not not yeah that he's it's because uh, on TV they didn't replace Andy for the preseason game, so they've just got him down there. But I talked to him. I said, I'm like, oh, I'm Andy's producer. And he, he goes, oh, sh- you're screwed. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds about accurate. I was like, oh, boy. So like like we said, we are going to get into Andrew Luck stuff here. There's a couple other news things. The, but the main topic and the our, our section of Nostradamus Week is sort of the opposite, which we, maybe we'll post some stuff for, for us to Gambling Week next week. So this is our last preseason episode. Next week we are going to do our Week 1 episode that will drop on Friday, so it'll be after the Bears and Packers game, so we will not address the Bears. The Packers wait. game. The idea is that every week we'll we'll talk about the league as a whole. If you follow each. Off Day Pod on Twitter, I will make sure that our picks for the Packers game are on the Twitter account. So we are going to get into we'll get into uh, Andrew Luck stuff here in a second, like I just said. But we're, what we're going to do here today is we're going to look back. So it's the opposite of Nostradamus, which is looking ahead. Mm-hmm. It's 
uh, ye- Yesterdamus, I guess, <laughs> guess would be Hofstradamus. I don't know what the opposite of Nostradamus uh, would be. Um, yeah, that's it's just a historian, somebody who knows how to use Google. So we're gonna look back at our last two episodes, and we're gonna go over both of our picks. And for MVP, Super Bowl, AFC, uh, NFC over unders that we did, we won't bother with Mutt's because we don't care about that. Yeah, you know, and shout out to Mutt though. We will decide whether we still think what we thought based on things that have changed since those episodes. Mm-hmm. But first, this. Are we really talking about Gunner making the team? Uh, he's not on my roster. Gunner makes the roster. Andy Hart is the biggest flip-flopper I've ever now, seen. those two audio clips occurred approximately one hour apart from each other. He, so he, he comes on to Dale and Keefe, and he says, are we really talking about Gunnar Olszewski? Like, this is, he's not going to make the roster. He's not making the roster. And then, goes over to you, hangs out on the off-day pod, and he says, oh, Gunnar, bold prediction, he's going to make the team. Andy, figure it out. My Andy. bold prediction is, Andy's still going to ride the fence next week. Something tells me when we break a thousand followers, suddenly there's going to be no. In- he needs an incentive for because we were talking. We were just talking the meeting we had, and Rob was uh, Rob Bradford was updating us on what podcasts have how many followers, mm-hmm. and so we're we're in second right now. The off day, which is now you can you can you can contribute to this now as well. Shine, nice. start start yeah. helping us out and trying to get followers. A- Andy's only motivation is the steak dinner. <laughs> he wants a surf and turf and a glass like- of red and. He once we hit a thousand, he's never going to attack because the, the power like a, is in his hands. By the way, to get us followers, last week he snapped his fingers and we got a hundred followers in twenty four hours. He is. This is how I view Andy when it comes to getting followers on Twitter. He's like a horse that's really tired and old and doesn't want to go anywhere. <laughs> you need to hold a carrot out in front of it with like a, a stick and a string yeah. and get it to walk to chase the carrot. I think that's kind of where we're at. Except in this case, it's Andy Hart and a steak. It's the classic, like the the, the classic, uh, like big kid on a treadmill, exactly sort of thing. Fat kid on a treadmill. I need that. Like for me, I'd be on a treadmill. I need that cheeseburger right now. I need it. Gotta have it. That's what it's like. <laughs> no, knowing uh, how much you would you would fight for that cheeseburger, we're gonna need a few treadmills. You're gonna That's outrun. True. You're gonna outrun one. It I needs might to break be like a few. The, the OK Go music video, or like for, the Flash's cosmic treadmill, <laughs> where it just a little, you can go as fast as you need it to go. It just goes on and on forever. All right, you ready for this? I'm ready. Compose yourself before this, because last week you did not. You were not composed. I wasn't. <laughs> I love that. That's my favorite sounder of all time. All right, we're gonna end the news segment with the with the biggest news. We will start with the least biggest news, I suppose. So we'll start actually uh, just down I-95 here in New England. Uh, David Andrews could be out for the season with blood clots. We uh, NBC Sports Boston did have a doctor from Southeast Medical on, Dr. Christopher Chikla, I believe his name was. Chilas or Chilas. Chilas, Michael, They had Michael Chiklis on. <laughs> for the shield. <laughs> who told them that uh, David Andrews is probably going to miss this whole season. Yeah, he said that there's chances that he could be back in three to six months, but it's highly unlikely um, and that it's more than it, it, he has a very high risk of missing this season, which is unfortunate because that really kind of uh, weakens what we thought was a fantastic piece of the Patriots' offense in their offensive line, and could spell disaster at least in the first couple weeks until they figure things out. And now the over under on the Patriots was ten and a half. That has not moved. So yeah, I don't expect it to the move. Cent- you you don't expect the center. You don't expect it to move when the center goes down. Maybe you do. Like if. Like if Matt, what's his name, Matt Paradise on the uh, Panthers, like if he went down, maybe they lose half a game. Yeah, but overall, but with the page, especially not. when you have someone like Ted Karras as a backup. And when you have Dante Scarnecchia, I think that's right. a huge piece. You could he's plug gonna anyone find, in. Yeah, he's going to find work. anybody to plug in there, whether it's shifting over Tooney or plugging in Ted Karras or, or doing whatever they need to do. They're going to find a way to make it work uh, one way or another.
Now, I typed on my sheet, which I'm now realizing this was a mistake. I wrote Lamar Jackson torn ACL. Yeah, which no, was that's absolutely false. It's actually Lamar Miller, Lamar Miller of the Houston Texans, the which makes that trade for Duke Johnson look a thousand times better. If Duke Johnson's healthy, fantasy owners, daily fantasy owners, from the gambling aspect, you might want to be looking into Duke Johnson Jr. as he's going to get a lot of carries, and he's still going to get those third down opportunities, being probably the third best pass catching back in football. Now, we are recording this approximately uh, 36 hours before it will be posted and your ears will be listening to it. So hopefully Jadeveon Clowney doesn't get traded before then because if he does, there's a strong – I'd say that there's a probably 90% chance he's going to the Dolphins right now. Probably. The I Dolphins know he wants are to go the to highest. Like Philly or Seattle. He wanted but... Philly or Seattle, but I don't think – like Philly's not going to give up. What, what would Philly give up for I don't think Philly Chicago? has the right draft capital to get him. And right. I, I don't think they necessarily need him. I think that team's pretty well set for now. So he wanted to go to Philly or Seattle. Supposedly Buffalo or the Jets were about a week ago. Sounds Supposedly right. they were in the game for uh, Clowney. Buffalo but, sounds about right. They got Mario Williams after he fell off. Yeah, that worked out well. <laughs> but so if he goes to the Dolphins, there's a real chance that the Dolphins send either Kenyon Drake or Kenny Stills or both back to the Texans. Which could change a lot of things. I know um, Kalen Balage. Uh, the backup running in back in Miami has impressed a lot of people anyways. Right. Ken- Kenyon Drake's job is already in jeopardy. Kenyon Drake's um, the la- last year of his rookie deal, too. Yeah. So I, I that's where last year rookie deals go. They go from the Dolphins to the Texans. That's what Lamar <laughs> Miller did. So. Yeah, it sounds about right. And that's they tried perfect. ACL. So. Yeah, and, and I mean, Kenyon Drake has been good to okay. He hasn't been fantastic. He's, he's overachieved given the offensive line. Yeah, he's had flashes. That's what I'd and say. Adam he's, it's not un- inconsistent, and I, I don't expect him, even if he went to the Texans, to be that consistent either. Yeah, so Houston's over-unders 8.5. We'll, we'll get into that uh, later on, because mm-hmm. that, that was one of my picks that we're going to revisit. And the horrible news of, of the day, which uh, we, we played the soundbite from Chime earlier, and you know we might as well just play this again. So I think I think those are good picks for us. I think ultimately, though, I think my best bet of here of this list, I think the best bet's Andrew Luck at plus twelve hundred. But I think Andrew Luck is poised to have a big year. I think Andrew Luck is a shoe in to win this MVP. Well, he's a shoe out now because he, he, in order to win MVP, Shime, you need to be playing. In the you league. need to be playing in the league to uh, win MVP. There uh, you go. He's going to be MVP of the book club league that he's in this fall. He'll be MVP of the NFL in like twenty twenty two, maybe. Uh, and comeback player of the year. Uh, maybe. I doubt it. Yeah, so that, we got, you know where he will be MVP? The XFL. I'm just kidding. That's not actually happening. So it came through Saturday night. I actually immediately called one of my buddies who didn't answer, and then I called you. Yeah, you. I, my phone's ringing. I'm currently driving home from a cookout um, with my lovely lady friend, driving home. All of a sudden, ring, ring, ring goes my phone. I'm like, what does John want? This has to be an emergency. I pick up my phone. He goes, check Twitter, check Twitter. And I'm like, I'm driving. Why am I checking Twitter? And he goes, pull over. Okay. He goes, okay. Uh, and I threw him on speakerphone, gave it to my girlfriend. I go, go on Twitter. And he goes, you got to check Adam Schefter. She goes to Adam Schefter, and doesn't he report Andrew Luck has retired from the NFL? And I was broken a little bit. I, I didn't believe it because I was like, oh, it's got to be a darn Schefter. But it was the notification on the homepage of my phone. Well, which so I many people had on. said, and I know it happened uh, to a couple guys at the Ringer, where like they looked at their phone. And they got the ESPN notification that Adam Schefter's reporting this. And they're like, oh, man, Schefter got hacked. That stinks. And yeah. it just put it away and didn't even think about it. But in reality, no, that was that was exactly what happened. Well, I also got, I, you know, I once upon a time got a notification that Hawaii was about to blow up or something. So, 
There's a super volcano that's going to kill us all. So who knows if this pot will even come out? Yeah. So Andrew Luck retired. Colts over under went from I believe it was ten and a half before. Mm-hmm. It's at six and a half right yeah, now. Yeah, I'm hammering that over. <laughs> I still think, and this, this is hysterical to me. Yeah, I, that this, people think the Colts are going to be all of a sudden just be garbage because no. they lost Andrew Luck. Like this is what people don't understand. They're clearly not even looking at the roster. Andrew Luck is was the difference between the Colts having a chance at winning the Super Bowl and not. Right? right? That's kind of where they are. Now they're a borderline playoff team. I think people are underestimating Jacoby Brissett's ability. I think they're severely underestimating Frank Reich's ability to take a backup quarterback to, I don't know, heights they've never reached before, um, Nick Foles. And, and in, especially in an offense like this, where you have a deep ball thrower like Jacoby Brissett, who, by the way, in 2017, when he started full-time, was one of the most accurate deep ball throwers in the league. I was going to bring that league. up. Deep sideline passing. Jacoby Brissett was, like, top five. And he has one of the best deep receivers in the game in T.Y. Hilton. Right, and he has, and he's, and he's going to have Devin, Devin Funches, too. And he's going to have Devin Funches. Two. And on top of that, you have excellent security blankets. Eric Ebron last year, who had an unbelievable year. Jack Doyle's coming back. In the five games last year that Jack Doyle and Eric Ebron played, Jack Doyle had more targets, more yards, more targets in the red zone. Uh, he was he was overall he was better than Eric Ebron. So if you're telling me you have two fantastic tight ends, two ex- good receivers on the outside, plus a pretty good running back in Marlon Mack, and a good offensive line with a great game planner like Frank Reich, I don't understand how you go from ten wins to six. That right. doesn't make sense. And we understand Andrew Luck is he is a borderline MVP. He was probably top three MVP candidate for this year. Mm-hmm. He's no an elite question. quarterback. He has been his whole career. Taking him out, yes, they're not going to win 13 games. They probably won't win the Super Bowl. They probably won't make it to the divisional round. I honestly think they're still a playoff team. 100%. And given their division that they're in, no team in that division is winning more than nine games this if year. You, if you are getting plus money, I, don't, I, I haven't looked at the line yet for now that them being at six games, but if you're getting plus money here like if it's if it's plus 120 let's say just because i'm not really sure you should be hammering that number look at their i want to say i saw yesterday and i saw that it was even okay over that number Uh, even still so you're making even money on that bet i'm gonna hammer that bet all day because the Colts are gonna win more than six. Like games. you don't, you don't even easy. have to. Yeah, you don't even have to bet that they're gonna make the playoffs. You just have to bet that they're gonna win seven games. Yeah, this was like the Chiefs playing the freaking uh, Browns t- uh, last year. It's like I knew the Chiefs were gonna win. They're the best team in football. They're scoring fifty points a game. That's why it was like minus six hundred in favor of the Chiefs. All right, you. you but it's it, it. I mean, being only needing to win six games for a team that's in the AFC South is easy. Especially since you're going, like, you look at the teams you're going up against. You're facing Tennessee, whose offense is horrid. You're facing Jacksonville, which could go really one of two ways. They could be mediocre or okay or, or terrible. And then you have Houston, who has no offensive line currently. Their only running back right now is Duke Johnson. If Deshaun Watson gets hurt again, it, that team's screwed, especially if you're getting you rid talk, of the you Jadavian te- Clowney. You talk about teams that should be learning from this situation. The Texans and the Browns have two. The the Browns O line that last preseason the biggest game, question mark. People are coming around on that take. I've been shoving that down your throat. Uh, I don't know if we mentioned it on here, but that off, Kevin Zeitler trade is coming back to bite you in the ass. They have two out of five good offensive linemen on the team. They have Baker Mayfield. If he's supposed to be this big franchise, uh, you know, fifteen year starter, 
Andrew Luck was supposed to you be a starter for 20 him. years in this league. They need to learn from that because they're about to try out Greg Robinson as their left tackle. Uh, they were supposed to. They were like, oh, Austin Corbett's going to be good to start. He was a second-round pick last year. Yeah, that's not going to happen because he's not starting this year. Eric Cush of Hard Knocks Rams uh, fame, Eric Cush, will be starting for them, and then Chris Hubbard. Yeah, if I'm if I'm if I'm an Indianapolis fan, I'm disappointed. I'm upset that Andrew Luck's gone because I think my Super Bowl chances are kind of out the window. But I still think you're a playoff team, right? And then you look, but then someone might say, "Oh, well, their defense though. They're, they had they have a I'd say top half of the league in defense. They have one of the better defensive coordinators in the league in Matt Eberflus. They aren't overspending on free agents like other teams with a million. Um, they have like a they have. Like millions and millions, they have like a hundred million dollars going into cap space. It's it's insane. They are without a question, far and away, the team with the most cap space, current cap space right now, getting ready ready for the season. If any big name players get cut, the Colts can easily scoop them up. Right, it's no issue for them. They have all the space in the world, especially on one year deals. That's why the Devin Funches deal was such a great play by Chris Ballack. He spends nine million. Sure, that's fine. Doesn't matter. I'm only getting him for a year. He's off the books at the end of the year. It doesn't matter to me. I have tons of cap room. I can overpay for a guy that's going to come off my books at the end of the season. And there's no overstating how smart Frank Reich is as well. I think people are underestimating Frank Reich. The, the things that he did with Andrew Luck last year were things that you do for a quarterback like Nick Foles. But he was doing it for Andrew Luck to make life easier for Andrew Luck. But then when you know when they're down by 14 with four minutes left in the game, Andrew Luck can still lead a two-minute drive, something that maybe Jacoby Brissett won't be able to do. They can... You can spread them out with Andrew Luck and have all these all these uh, deep crossing routes and complicated progressions and option routes and all this crap. And Andrew Andrew Luck's gonna throw a dart thirty yards down the field and catch it and maybe evade evade some pass rushers in the pocket, which Jacoby Brissett was not very good at. So maybe Jacoby Brissett can't do that, but Frank Reich is smart enough that he knows. Okay, we're gonna get out to leads in games by doing things like throwing to running backs by bringing our three talented tight ends on the field a lot and throwing the ball to them and making it look like we're going to run. Like, he's he's good at the trickery like that. Like, that stuff won the Eagles a Super Bowl, and Frank Reich knows how to do that. He did it last year. They were 1-4, and four and they went, what, 10-6 and six and made the playoffs still 11-5, and five, something like that? He And people need to understand that uh, Frank Reich's offense is designed to make a quarterback's life easy. Jacoby Brissett is going to have a lot of three to five step dropbacks, and then he's going to be able to fire it over the middle of the field or down the sidelines or check down to the running backs constantly. And people don't quite understand that. It's very different than the offense he was thrust into in 2017 as a second year quarterback. His numbers were mediocre at best. And he got sacked 52 times because they didn't want him to turn the football over. You tell a new quarterback in your system, you don't know my system. We're going to go go to basics. Don't turn the football over. So he was naturally holding the football longer than he would on top of having a horrible offensive line. Now he has a good offensive line. He's familiar with the playbook because he's been in Frank Reich's system for over a year now. And he's going to be prepared on opening day. Jacoby Brissett will be fine. He will so, be he will be better than if Brian Hoyer was your starting quarterback and Mutt bet hit on him in a playoff game. So I, I, I mean, no, I think notice how Mutt was not invited back after <laughs> that. So <laughs> lost credibility, but yeah, folks, take take the bet the Colts over for the season right now. This is this bet is on them. A, take the, best bet take the spread on them in games that are close, especially home games, especially against teams that you aren't confident in. And honestly. I would pick them to make the playoffs. I'm yeah. still picking. Maybe they don't win the division. And they get a wild card spot. Doesn't regardless, matter. 
No, no team in that division is winning I think more than nine games this season. That over under number would be scarier if it was at eight. If they had gone from ten and a half or ten to eight, eight and a half, I think then you get some questionable right. questions there. But going all the way down to six is way too much. Right. And 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 real talk, there are people that are know a lot more about this stuff than you and I. Those people are saying the same thing. You better bet this before the books start catching on. Yeah. To how dumb it's, it is. If, if they go, if they win convincingly in week one. The, it, it, that on the changes. road against the Chargers, and I, I honestly might be taking the Colts in that game, depending on if Derwin James is out, depending on the Melvin Gordon situation. And at this point, you know who has the same exact injury as or the same exact situation as David Andrews? It's Russell Okun, their left yep. tackle. The exactly. right side of their O-line, Chargers' O-line isn't good to begin with. Yeah. They lose the their left tackle, who's a pretty good left tackle. Their it, O-line becomes terrible, and they don't have a running back. Right. Right. You're asking that, for that, trouble. We, we, yeah, we'll save it for the Chargers episode. But, yeah, we actually spent the, – the main topic of this episode pretty much ended up being Andrew Luck, which I somewhat anticipated. But – so our, our main topic was going to be looking back at our, the predictions that you and I have made uh, throughout the preseason. And looking at mine, I'm not changing a whole lot, but I'll throw to you at first. So MVP, I picked Matt Ryan plus 2,000. Again, my reasoning for that was their last five games of the season is the easiest passing schedule in the league. They have a tough start to the season. If they're somewhere around, say, I don't know, even if they're five and six and they go on a tear for those last five games, you get recency bias, it would be called. And if Ryan goes on a tear in those games and everyone sees, okay, like they just went on a tear and then say if they end 11 and five or even 12 and four and they end up getting a first round bye, everyone's going to remember that and they're going to go with him over somebody like Carson Wentz, even though they may may clinch a few weeks before the Falcons, something like that. Your pick for MVP was Russell Wilson at plus 1,800. Yeah, he's now at plus 2,500 too. So that's really? even better money. Um, I still really like Russell Wilson. I think the Seahawks are going to have a good season. Everybody else seems to think otherwise. I'm looking at the roster. I'm looking at what's happened. I'm looking at Pete Carroll. I'm still very confident in Seattle. Uh, the other person that I would mention that's really kind of a dark horse right now, sits at around plus 5,000, is Dak Prescott. I think right now um, I am far more convinced after doing more research and looking into him more and looking into the offense um, I'm convinced that Dak Prescott could have a very big year, even if, and probably more so, if Ezekiel Elliott holds out for any length of time, because he's going to be forced to. The first four weeks of the season, he's going up against not great pass defenses. He gets the Cardinals, he gets the Saints, which are pretty good. Other than that, nothing crazy. I think Dak has an opportunity here. If he starts hot, if Kellen Moore really has control of that offensive play calling, I think the the limitations on that offense might be higher than you think. Right, so one of your NFC picks, and I guess we can bounce around here, Cow- was Cowboys under 9. Are you flipping that to above 9? No, I'm not going to. I haven't quite done that yet. I still think I, I have to stay under just because I don't know the extent at which Kellen Moore is going to have. That's why I yep. don't, I'm don't. i not super convinced on the Dak Prescott pick, but I think it. the value there is good. If that's a like a like just kind of a throwaway bet, it's like, hey, I'm going to throw 20 bucks on Dak Prescott at plus 5,000. I think that's good. I don't think that's a bad idea um, because there's an opportunity there for him to have a lot of success. But I still think overall, unless Jason Garrett gives full control of that offense to Kellen Moore, I don't think that they can win more than nine games. I like to think Kellen Moore is smarter. He fits the mold of one of those younger offensive minds that is, that is the, the sexy thing to do in this league. He understands a current NFL offense, especially with a quarterback like Dak. And I think not having Zeke, and I, I believe I mentioned this when we did our NFC over-unders episode, 
having somebody like Zeke Elliott on your team can sometimes get in the play caller's head because they're like, oh, we need need to pound it to him a million times. Same with Saquon. Saquon, it's more apparent than it is with the Cowboys. A lot of those first down, first and ten runs that they do don't generally don't work. No, even with Saquon or with Zeke. Yeah, they they generally are not very successful. So, but I think not having Zeke on the field, maybe they might come to realize, oh, hey, we need to pass the ball more on first down. And I don't think Tony Pollard is as good a runner as Zeke, but he catches the ball pretty close to equally as good. And I and so I think that option is still there. And so I think it'll allow Kellen Moore to really open up that offense a lot. Winning the AFC, I had Patriots over Chiefs, which was it was three to one, not for that matchup, just for the Patriots to win the AFC. But yep. I I had them winning over the Chiefs. Eagles, I have winning the NFC thirteen to two. Specifically, I had them over the Falcons, and then I had Patriots winning the Super Bowl, which is at six to one. That was over the Eagles. Now you. Also had the Patriots winning the Super Bowl. Yep. You had the Saints winning the NFC. Yes. Which was, excuse me, four to one. Yep. Uh, and you, you, you never gave me specific matchups. That doesn't really matter. But neither of us are changing those, correct? Correct. Okay. So then we got into your NFC over uh, over unders already. So we had, you had already you didn't you didn't change the Cowboys under nine, but you're a little more uh, bearish on it. Yes, I I can be convinced. Did can I be use swayed? that right? Bearish. I don't really know. I just went. with It, it. might have been. It, it, that's the that's the bad one. We're, right? Gambling guys, there's here, John. bearish I'm not and there's English bullish. Majors, even though no, I did stocks. study English, that's, that's fine. stocks. You never did a stock bearish. project in high school. Oh, like okay, I get it now. Uh, your other two picks were Seahawks over eight and a half and Lions under six and a half. Are you uh, changing any, either of those? I am not changing a thing. I still think the Lions suck, and I think the Seahawks are better than people give them credit. Okay, so then my NFCs were 49ers over eight. Yeah, it's a tough. That one, one might be coming down a little bit. <laughs> might be a little. That bit. one might be coming down a little bit because Jimmy G has not looked good. And I saw their defense today, is going to be garbage again. They're going to have to outscore teams. John Lynch said today that uh, the outlook on Jarek McKinnon not good. Yes. Oh, you know, you know what sucks about that too. And sorry, I know the fantasy podcast is tomorrow, so maybe Jim and Pete will talk about this after. Now that Jarek McKinnon's kind of out of the picture, Matt Breed is going to fly up draft boards. And as of right now, he is like a ninth or tenth round pick, oh, which yeah. is criminal. And it's almost like pick him in the eighth round so that you guarantee you get him. You should not be leaving fantasy drafts without Matt Breida. That is that is a separate conversation. 49ers over eight. I think I'm switching. Yeah, good call. My other two were Vikings over nine and Packers over nine. I think I'm still good on those. Okay. The one I'm the one I'm more concerned about is Vikings than yeah, Packers the Vikings make because me Kevin nervous. Clark's Ringer article came out about, or it might have been the other one. I always mix them those two up. Robert there, Mays, Robert and Mays. Kevin Clark. they about the Vikings uh, f- offense this year. So he was talking to Kirk Cousins and, Stef- and uh, Kevin Stefanski. Kirk Cousins is so far ahead of his offensive coordinator. It's ridiculous. It was Robert Mays. Yeah. So in this Ringer article, he sh- sort of juxtaposed the the Kirk Cousins Stefanski Kubiak side of it versus the Zimmer and uh, Rick Spielman side of it, which was Rick Spielman and, and Zimmer were still saying that they want to run the ball. Yeah, which is stupid. But the thing about that with them, you know who else does that? The Cowboys do that. They won 11 games. You you don't have to do the smart analytical. But they don't have Ezekiel Elliott either. Right. Well, the thing is, everyone's high on Dalvin Cook right now. Yeah, Dalvin that's... Cook is getting... Uh, He's not Ezekiel Elliott. On this, probably not. Uh, we can't say it on the air, so we probably can't say it on here. I probably I mean, can say it on here. I mean, but I'll we've probably, sworn multiple times. I'm I think all, we're fine. Yeah, that's true. The thing about so Dalvin Cook might be able to carry the load. The thing is that will get that they could go 11 and five and do that. They're not going to win the Super Bowl. Doing yeah, that. and I, I. But that's why I'm picking. That's why I'm sticking with over nine. And Kirk Cousins has been adamant about his success in the play action, and all they're going to do they just want to run the football. They don't want to run play action. They yeah. want to run the football, which is not what benefits guys like Kirk Cousins, and then you have Stephon Diggs and Adam Thielen, and you're going to run the football? Yeah, it's dumb. Mm-hmm. But I am I am sticking with the over-nine pick. Packers over-nine, I'm still, I'm still picking. 
Uh, so let's get to our AFC ones. This is the last batch of them. We already you're, you had Colts over 10.0 before. So let me ask you this: Would you take the Colts under 10.0 right yes, now? Yes, I'm taking the Colts under 10, but above six and a half. Hundred percent. Okay. Yes. So in your other two picks were Raiders over six, Ravens over eight and a half. Yeah, I'm in on both of those. I think the Ravens are poised. I think Lamar Jackson, another great high high value MVP candidate. Uh, you get him. I think it also at plus five thousand right now. I am all in on the Baltimore hype train. The statistics behind their run game is ridiculous. They ran at a clip that was uh, unbeknownst to NFL teams at the end of last season, and yet they were still averaging uh, one of the highest per play averages uh, at like just over five yards. It's insane. I'm I'm all in on the Baltimore. Grab every Baltimore running back you can in yep. fantasy. Draft Justice Hill, people. Yep, Justice Hill is like my guy. Going like thirteenth round right yep. now. Him and Mark Ingram's going to have a ton of red zone carries. Take take every. Baltimore running back you can get your hands on and then yeah I think I'm, I'm over on the Raiders still I, I just and it like I said I may be caught up in the hard knocks hype I uh I saw a stat the other day Derek Carr in his first five seasons has more touchdown passes than both Joe Montana and Drew Brees not quite as many as Peyton Manning he has less interceptions thrown than all three of them he has more yards than all three of them and he has but he has less playoff wins I can't. I, I still can't do the Derek Carr thing because it's still. It's not even Derek Carr's fault, but he, him under pressure, has been so criminally bad when he's under pressure. I agree. And the thing is, I think he's going to be under a lot of pressure. Yes, they got so they get Trent Brown. Trent Brown probably won't be as good as he was with the Patriots. I don't think. I think but he. I do think he has a new lease on his career though. Yeah. So he'll he'll be better. Richie Incognito is a good guard, but I also think that they're he's gone for two games. I also think that their run game is going to offset that a little bit. I think they're going to have a much better run game this year than they did last year. I think. Jones is a, a viable running back. I think they have an opportunity Jacobs, here. Is that his Jacobs, name? Josh, Josh Jacobs. Jacobs. It's yeah. Josh Jacobs. First I thought it was pick. Jones. Sorry, Josh Jacobs. Uh, I think he's a viable like option at running back, and I think they have an opportunity there to to do pretty well. So I'm going to stick to over six. I don't think that I'm not saying they're going to win ten to twelve games. I yeah, think they, I think they win. You think they can six. hit seven? Yeah, I, I think I think the Chargers are weaker than we thought they were. That's fair. Um, and I, uh, you know, Denver's Denver. They're going to have a decent defense but their offense is going to be mediocre with Joe Flacco so they can right there there's two division opponents that they could theoretically beat and if they win three out of those four games you're already halfway to your six total win total and we'll wrap up with uh what my AFC ones were a few weeks ago which was Texans under eight and a half uh I am sticking to that and this is part of the issue with us recording right now is that they could add a offensive line piece I'm not sure adding one offensive line piece does it I don't think you kind of need a problem. retool yeah they need, they so need Trent, Trent Williams doesn't doesn't line. fix the whole O line. No. It's like Dwayne Brown in Seattle. Dwayne Brown plays great. The the other four guys play like crap, and Russell Wilson still gets killed. It's just not from the right end. Well, look at what the Cowboys did years ago. Even as Tony Romo was coming out and Dak Prescott was coming in, they were every year they were drafting an offensive lineman in the first round until they had four guys that were first round offensive line talents, and then they had a fifth guy, and that's when your offensive line is good, not just by adding one piece. And so my other two picks, which I'm, I think I'm also I, actually I think I'm especially sticking to the Jaguars over eight right now because I do think without Andrew Luck they could get a win from the Colts as well because that's, that's that's definitely a, fair. The the intrigue about that matchup is that's DeFilippo versus Reich as well. Yeah, I think that's a they really are, they cool are taking matchup. out all the stops. They are trying to one up each other. And I think, but I think Reich has the upper hand knowing Nick Foles as he does. Yep. Uh, and I, I well, just, Nick I, Foles. I think, where do you stand on Foles versus Brissett? Do you think Foles is better than Brissett? 
marginally better. See, I, I think don't, they're about the same. They're I think, pretty much they're I pretty think, much very I think they're similar. About the same. Wiggy and Bradfoe ostracized me for saying that on Sunday. No, on I think show. I think Brissett probably throws a, a smidge better of a deep ball, but I think Nick Foles is better in the pocket. And I think that's the difference between the two of them. I think they're essentially the same quarterback, but I think Brissett, like I said, better deep ball, Foles probably better in the pocket. And the, the one thing I will say is that the Jaguars offensive line isn't great. It's very middle of the pack. Andrew Norwell, who they they gave the big contract, he was the highest paid guard until Shaq Mason got his contract last uh, preseason. He had a horrible year last year and then got injured. He's back. You like to think he bounces back this year if he's that good of a talent. Their offensive line should be fine. You know, head-to-head matchup, Colts versus... I almost I almost give the Colts the home game, the Jaguars the yeah, away I, game in a way like yeah. that. It, that's a pretty those a teams are pretty much in dead heat right now. Split. And I, but that's how I think a lot of the AFC South is, which is why it's like okay, so I'm the Colts. If I split with the Texans, split with the Jaguars, I'm now two and two. All I need to do is win five more games to get over your six win total. That's easy. Like those are going to be. I could beat the Titans twice, and then I'm two wins away. Those games are going to be three point spreads. I bet. Depending on how injuries go and how both teams' schemes turn out with Brissett and then DiFilippo yeah. down in Jacksonville. Uh, my other pick was the uh, Bills over seven. I am sticking to that, my yeah, friend. You're an idiot. I'm sticking to that. I'm going all in on the Bills you're getting, nuts. going nine and seven, making the playoffs. Josh Allen looked better in preseason. Yes, he still he threw a horrible interception. The Bears went 12-4 and last year. Yes, the Bills' defense, it's going to be a top-five defense this year. It's not going to be what the Bears' defense was last year. The Bears' defense this year isn't going to be what the Bears' defense was last year. The thing is, if they can get their hands under Devion Clowney, A, they should do it because they can. They wouldn't have to give up a whole lot. They would have to give up a little bit. They they wouldn't have to— It's more draft capital. It's not, it's not a Khalil Mack trade, yeah. though. And it is they, they could make it just for one year as well. So it's not a long-term commitment if he turns out like Mario Williams as well. But they already have a good defensive line as well. That would just be adding fire to the flames if they did that. Great linebacking core. One of the best safety duos in the league. And then you throw on Tredavious White and Tyron Johnson at cornerback. You have one of the best defensive uh, secondaries in the league. I'd say top 10 at least. I'd probably put them like 5-ish maybe. And you have one of the best defensive minds in the game in Sean McDermott. They retooled the offensive line. As I said before, I won't go into the offensive line talk like I, like I want to do. But Josh Allen, if he can be... Mitch Trubisky, last year, they get at least nine wins. Yeah, this may change tomorrow just because he's a notorious flip-flopper, but I'm with Andy Hart on this one. I think you're nuts. Yeah, tomorrow he'll praise me. He'll yeah. be like, I'm all in on the Bills. He's like, yeah, I agree with All your John. money on the Bills right now, him. do it. He's a great producer. Josh Allen, the best quarterback in football. Most athletic. He's going to get you the most fantasy points. Just do it. Ryan's not a boob. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I, th- I think that's a fine place for I us think to end there. We don't need to recap. But uh, again, Nostradamus week coming up. For us, we just kicked it off right now, except it was the opposite of Nostradamus week. It was, uh, what did we decide on? Footstradamus? Yestradamus? <laughs> Yestradamus is Yestradamus. great. So this is the y- Yestradamus episode. We looked back. We mostly agree. We disagree with some of uh, our, our former picks. Next week, Monday through uh, Friday, Every day on the social media accounts. Those are Twitter at OffDayPod, Instagram at OffDayPodcast, Facebook.com slash OffDayPodcast. And there's nowhere else we could post them. Those are the only platforms. You yeah, can't post right. stuff on email. Uh, check out our AIM, though. At Our away message is dope. 
so we will be post. I'll be posting great looking graphics there with all the picks starting with Monday. I believe Monday is going to be something like Coach of the Year, Offensive Player of the Year, yada yada yada. And then I'm going to throw funny stuff at the end, like Taylor Swift album. I'm going to do that without telling them. I will take creative royalties <laughs> on that. And then it will run through Friday where we'll have their Super Bowl picks. So that is Nostradamus Week coming up uh, on off day. And again. This is a podcast network. There are other great podcasts uh, within the WEI community. We have the Five Out Pod. Nick Fryer and Elaine just did their podcast on a pedicab. They did. They did little... it on a pedicab, which yeah. I have been told that if we wanted to, we could do that. Ooh. Either you and me, or Andy and Ryan, or any mixture of any of us. We could give the uh, the pedicab driver uh, some gambling tips. Ooh, we should do that. Ooh. We should give him twenty dollars. <laughs> we should and give then him a give twin him river. twenty. <laughs> say, hey, go bet this on these games this week. Well, no, it's a pyramid scheme. So we give him twenty, then he gives both two of his friends twenty. <laughs> Wait, how does that make us money though? <laughs> because we make money off of them. But then okay. he loses money because he has he loses twenty dollars okay. when he does that, okay. or he breaks the twenty and a half. Literally, I see what you did there. I don't know. Five out podcast. Uh, Nick Fryer stormed this podcast. I don't know if you heard that in this podcast. It lasted like twenty minutes. It's going somewhere on some platform. Uh, Lucy and Elaine show, Brad Foe show, uh, Skate Pod with Ken Laird and Matt Kalman. And the final one is the... Hashtag Dork Podcast hashtag, with Rich Keefe. Well, I, I missed another big one. I'm pretty sure I missed another big one. So we got uh, we got football is off day. We got Skate Pod is, is really hockey. Good radio. We got Bradfoe Show is baseball. We got Lucina Lane. Oh, you know what I was thinking of? I was thinking of the Lone Reamer Pod, which <laughs> is no longer happening. No, it does not belong That here. one no longer exists. But hashtag Dork with Rich Keefe, I have been, we have been informed, is now part of this podcast community as well. Nice so listen, listen to all of them because they are all great podcasts. They are all great people. I like working with all of them. They are all kind to me and to each other except on social media. And if you want to yell at me or John because that's always fun to do, at John W-E-E-I at Shime Time. Perfect. And so next week we will be back with week one uh, picks, not including Bears Packers, for Friday. Work on that burger a little longer. Dude, all right, I'm fat. Leave me alone. <laughs> this is what it is. I don't, I don't just fake it on the air, man. I am a hefty gentleman, and your boys got to eat. Were you not faking it today when you said that you walk around the house naked, or that you do you actually sleep naked? I, I so I sleep naked uh, occasionally. Like it's not it's not an everyday thing because it depends on how cold it is. Sometimes I like to sleep like shorts and a sweatshirt, but I always go no like no boxers. Like it's just shorts. We're really? free balling all the time. Chris Curtis, he could have just come in. Hey, I was know. just crushing him in the hallway a second ago. If <laughs> you <laughs> heard me, I'm surprised he's still hanging. Captain around. Andrew Luck is is funny. Captain Andrew Luck is great. Did it's, a nice dramatic reading of it today. I, I understand that it's it's not always it's not always like hysterical. It's not reinventing comedy or flipping the rap game on its head by any means, but it's innocent. Oh yeah, for it's sure. like imagine being mad about Captain Andrew Luck. Curtis was mad about it. Yeah, he was just like, it's not funny. I'm like, it's great. <laughs> it's just enjoyable. It's a fun little time. Curtis does have a strange humor, though, to be fair. You're not wrong. Everybody does, though. I have a strange sense of humor, too. I'm just I'm waiting for you to finish the burger. <laughs> <laughs> I got one bite left. Give me a break. I'm sorry. I haven't eaten since 7 o'clock this morning. <laughs> oh, All right. God. I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> Are you? I'll say my my broke ass during the during the summer months. I'm pretty much just ass naked on my bed with a fan blowing hot air at me. <laughs> it's not it's not a pretty sight. Yeah, I uh, I roll with the air conditioner just at night though. There's I a can't... very lewd there's a very lewd thing that I do yeah, for comfort I, though. I live on a second floor. I and I'm as as you've probably noticed from me eating a burger on this podcast. If you even decide to leave that in, um, 
It'll be it'll it'll be in at some point. It's not going to be at the beginning. Well, yeah, you know, it'll be there somewhere. It might whatever. be tacked on to the end a little bit. Yeah, regardless, you now know that I am in fact a hefty gentleman. I have a little <laughs> meat on my bones, as Jason Rossi, may he rest in peace, once said to me. He's not actually dead, but that's what we say. Um, and uh, so I need an air conditioner during the summer months, or I will physically melt. I can't do it because my my roommates like they two of them have air conditioners, and it skyrockets our electric bill. Yeah, that's fair, understandable. And yeah, for the same. That's why you only have it run when you're going to bed. It's like then I I leave it off all day, all morning. As soon as I get up in the morning, I turn it off. My room's nice and chilly. Leave a fan on. Let it, let it you know just circulate a little bit. Come home. You're good. It's weird. During the winter, during the winter, I'll sleep with like ninety blankets, and then I'll put the window open oh, yeah. and blow the air, cold oh, yeah. air at me. But I'm under there, and like sometimes I even have a full jacket on. I'll have like a winter coat on underneath, and I got like everything. I got like nine, I got well, yeah, nine it's, it's, blankets. You know and stuff. what? Every once in a while, it's nice to bundle up in the cold. When you know you can be warm, like you can make yourself warm, it's nice. Get a sweatshirt, some sweatpants on, curl up on like three blankets, but you got a nice cold breeze coming in. Oh, nothing, nothing better than that. Are you ready for this? Oh, I'm ready. <laughs> 